0: Oh, so many things going through my mind. So many things going through. You know, we're singing, we're singing uh, a lyric in that song, you know, coming like a fire, coming like a flood. You know, neither of those are good things, right? You know what I mean? Neither of those are particularly like relaxed pictures, right? I, I think sometimes we just want God to be so powerless. Do you know what I mean? Do you, do you think? Do you think we just sometimes like just want to like take God's power and just shrink it down to a candle? You know, it's like coming like a candle that I can blow out and light when I want. Coming like a dripping tap so I don't have to deal with the mess. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I think we just want to make him so small. I think God wants to be bigger among us coming like a fire, coming like a flood. Those are big, messy, disruptive pictures of power. You know, I think we, we, um, yeah, God is who he is. You know, he is who he is. He's not changing, but it's like how we desire him and what we desire from him, we get. I think that's a spiritual principle. He doesn't force himself on his people. And I think, um, Yeah. I, uh, I, st- it's not what we're talking about this morning, but I was reflecting on it. Like, oh well, yeah, flood. Hey, hmm. We do not usually like these things, you know, but it's like, yeah, I think we, I think God's looking for a people that'll trust him with, uh, with a, a story that's out of our control. And I'm not sure that's the kind of story we enjoy most. We enjoy the end of those stories. You know what I mean? Like the the end of the crazy story is always satisfying. Uh but the but the being willing to step into the flood or invite the fire, those are yeah, those are those are those are our big heart goals, I guess. But um yeah, but this morning, I mean I guess some in some ways it's it's in sync, but I wanna I want to talk about uh the idea of um the path of life, like life being a path. You know. I like uh, let's start with a couple of reflective questions first of all, if you picture life as a path like if you if you just if you just go life is a path, what's the image that comes to mind? just stop just think life is a path, just visually what comes to mind windy okay okay, yeah what do you picture? Right. It's not paved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sand dunes. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> that's a disaster, man. Yeah. There's <laughs> no path in the dunes. Wow. That's a cool picture. Yeah. Sand dunes. That's a good picture. Mm-hmm. Seasonal, like the okay. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, yeah? Right, a path that others have walked, like rugged, rough, steps cut out, sorry, I forgot where we got people listening to, so I'll do better repeating. Yeah, cool, so it's, it's, you're not the first to walk this path. That's a cool idea. idea that's the picture you got bush bashing yeah like a bit of an unmarked path yeah, yeah crashing through making a way mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> hmm anybody else what's the picture you get yep yep
1: through mm-hmm that's
0: good yeah yeah well, that's not what I picture, but I like the sand dunes picture that's a bit out there I kind of picture always picture uh whenever I picture life as a path i picture uh it's it's like kind of like tra- traversing uh traversing a cliff, so it's a little bit perilous. You know, like, step off the path, it's going to be a disaster. And it's always on a corner. I always picture it on a corner. Like, I can't see what's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, so whenever I picture this idea of path, you know, like, you know, Proverbs six, you know, straight paths. You know, I always picture myself on a corner, and I can't see what's around the edge. And it always, it's I've got a bit of a consistent path picture that comes to mind for me. All right, so a second question. If you defined or characterized the place of the path you're on at the moment what's one or two words that just pop into mind where are you at on the path like first words that come to mind first words that come just stop just let it pop up could be good could be not good doesn't really matter Popcorn them out there as they come to mind. Don't have to necessarily explain it, but you're welcome to as well. But words that come to mind as you think about your path. Okay. Climbing, but with a purpose to get to a summit. Yeah. Folded. Mm. Mm, trust, I guess that's really the word then, isn't it? Yeah, wow. Hmm. Surrender, feeling like in a Surrender, yeah. Mm. Season of surrendering. Mm. Yeah. Something that pops to mind Greg saying bumpy, Lisa's saying a bit rocky. like false summits it's
2: like, yeah it feels like a dip, a
0: dip to the yeah so coming to the top of a hill thinking you're there yeah. then all of a sudden the hill climbs in front of the yeah. the little hump you found yourself on yeah yeah anybody else I mean, like, that open, open. Yeah. that's cool that's cool hmm mm-hmm yeah well I'll share what I got just here I um it was it was like um uh where are you out on the path and I saw the word purposeless it was not that's not a very good word is it and then it was sort of like it was sort of like that was vaporizing, like almost like a firework that disappears, you know, and then it was just like, you know, big, bold letters of purposed. And so I guess where I'm at on the path is wrestling, uh, the purpose of God in the mix of purposeless emotions, I guess. Like, that's kind of what that would say to me, and that, that rings true. That rings true. Yeah. Yeah. There's um. There's a verse that um, sort of talks about um, the gate and the path in Matthew chapter 7. So it's part of the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus is kind of throwing down all these wise words that he says, you know, he finishes this parable off by saying, hey, you know, people who... Um, listen to these words and build their life upon them be like the man who builds his house upon the rock and if you don't you're like the guy who builds his house on the sand and it washes out that's what he finishes this message with and i guess the conclusion kind of tells the story so this is the wisdom of god for the people of god for the way of god you know the sermon on the mount was really jesus kind of like introduction to here's what i here's what i'm here to say and this is one of the things that he says in the mix of that he says enter through the narrow gate For wide is the gate and broad and easy to travel is the path that leads to the way of destruction and and eternal loss. And there are many who enter through it. It's Matthew chapter seven, verse 13 and 14. But small is the gate and narrow and difficult to travel is the path that leads to the way of, uh, that leads, sorry, the path that leads the way to everlasting life. And there are few who find it. I'll read it again. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad and easy to travel is the path that leads to the way of destruction and eternal loss, and there are many who enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow and difficult to travel is the path that leads the way to everlasting life, and there are few who find it. I mean... It's interesting because I think sometimes, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's 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 an interesting picture because I think sometimes we have been sold a gate that's supposed to be easy. Do you think? You know, like along the way, like I'll follow God and everything will go well, or everything will be easier, things will be simple, or your life will be blessed, or you know whatever the case might be, and it's like, I think sometimes we're looking for our faith to bring ease to our journey. Like, could could you relate to that? I'm going to trust God in hopes that things get easier or that there's an ease. You know, And I, I, and he's saying here in this passage that if you're looking for the easy way, it's a gate that leads to destruction. If you're looking for... The life that I have, it's a narrow and difficult path and it's hard to find. Okay, I think that's another thing that strikes me in this. Do you think that God's way and his path should be easy to find? Do you expect it to be easy? Like, do you expect it's going to discover you? Like, are you waiting like, for God to drop you on the path, like helicopter you in? Because he's saying that it's not easy to find it. But I think sometimes, like we expect, it's gonna come easily, it's gonna bring ease, and it's just gonna be found. Like if I if I had to like picture, you know, put some contrasting pictures to this, it's like sometimes I think that we feel like God's way is like a water park, and you just show up, pay your 50 bucks, go in, get sucked on the ride, follow the crowd up the up the up the stairs, jump on the water slide, and away you go. But I think what this is saying is God's path or the gate to the way everlasting is more like a hidden waterfall. Somewhere in the middle of nowhere for those who will trod the path and seek to discover it and go looking as though there were something incredible to be found that's hidden, unobvious. You know, and... I don't know what, what you know, when you, th- when you think about what he's saying here, I think we have to think about what does this correct for us or what does this recalibrate or what does this realign? Because he, he, some of these things aren't even things that we would consciously say or that we would think, like we would agree with this on surface level, but are we living to this idea, you know, that there is an easy way and actually it's not the way that leads to life. But there's a narrow, difficult to find, difficult to trod path that leads to the things of God, and actually, it's hard to find. It's hard to, it's hard to be commenced on that path. Yeah, I think, I don't know. When it, when I look at the teachings of Jesus, it's kind of how he rolled. Like he didn't make it simple. He didn't make it easy. He didn't he didn't try and lower the bar to entry. He didn't try and uh, make it accessible to 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 everyone who wanted anything in life could still have me and have this path and have this way. It wasn't how he approached it. It was like, you know, and he, even in this, he's saying it. Like, he's, this is his marketing campaign. This is like his brochure to the way of Jesus. And he's saying, hey, if you're looking for the easy life, well, that's a broad, wide gate, and that that's, that's going to lead to destruction. But if you want the life that I have, everlasting life, life in me is a narrow gate. It's hard to find. And it's difficult to traverse. It's like, so can we prepare ourselves for that and it's like what what would it what kind of commitment would it take to be i thought you were having a corona for a minute i was really excited that someone's <laughs> cracking cans and that's so good no stay stay refreshed that's good that's good i was just I had a moment i was like wait what's going on Grace? this is a wrong on a few levels but anyway never mind i'll stay focused <laughs> i'll stay focused i'm sorry for drawing attention to your sunday morning beverage It's all good. Morning drinking's okay for most. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Back to the path. Yeah. Yeah, like, what does it give permission for in our life? Or what does it encourage? Like, you know, I think, okay, the path isn't just going to discover you. You're not going to find the hidden waterfall just by cruising along, following the crowd. You know, it's going to take some pursuit. And it's going to take some persistence and some perseverance to stay on that path. And it's like, this, this is truth that we need, I think. Because if we're just looking for God to make it easy, we are saying? That's not the path that leads to me. If we're looking for him to make it easy to discover or uncover or, or find the commencement of, well, then we're never going to find it because he's saying it's hard to find. It's narrow. It's difficult. And few are going to find it. Why do few find it? The crowd's not going there. So what does it look like to be finders of his path? What, 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 what does it look like to be, you know, and, and, and then like what characterizes that path? Like if you think about it for a minute and you imagine in this verse, small is the gate and narrow and difficult to travel is the path that leads to the way of everlasting life. What makes this path difficult? Why is it a difficult path? Can we like reflect on that together for a second? What makes God's path difficult? Or what is the difficulty you find on the path of God? It's not your path. Oh, Ben. Does it? Shoot. Does it complexity? Yeah. It's not my path. That makes it difficult. I'm at war with the desires within, that have a plan, that have a path, that have, a, have an imagination of life, that have determined what's good, that's determined what's best, and in some way, shape or form, I'm wrestling my own path on his path. Yeah, I, I can relate to that. That's well put and succinct. We you just probably park it there. That is a really good answer. It's not my path. Yeah. What else? What makes this a difficult path? Or what is the difficulty we encounter on the path of God? Think about, so I love walking, right? You love walking, yeah.
2: You don't quite, woo, don't Hello. quite know where it's going. It can feel like there's that trust thing again, where it feels like you're at war with. I'm on this path and I want to be on this path, but I have no idea where I'm going, and so mm. that can feel, yeah, really hard to trust God on that path because you mm. don't know where you're going to end up necessarily.
0: Yeah, mm. destination unknown.
2: If if that's i think that's where we should be like we're on the path god lead my path i don't know where i'm going you right. show me so it's the best place to be but it's the most vulnerable place to be right too.
0: Hmm. so it's a difficult path because it's a little bit destination unknown hmm. that's true that's true hmm. what else What what makes the path difficult No, I don't think so.
3: Um, I had a really great kind
0: of unpacking of this as well um, in that Jesus was referencing the main gate to the city of Jerusalem versus yep. like the hidden narrow gate. Yep. And the main gate is where like
3: everybody and everything, all your possessions, your family, your animals, your whole life would come through this main gate mm-hmm. and then there was this other side gate which was just wide enough for a single person to go through mm-hmm. at once
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and i think like that's just such a great picture for the invitation to it's like and I, and I think to that point it's it's the sacrificial invitation like yeah. the way of life means giving up or sacrificing things that you would otherwise want to take with you right yeah yeah that the, the path requires sacrifice yeah, I like that, Mars. Mm. What else? What makes it difficult?
3: Uh, I think maybe for me, just thinking about it, that um, I mean, I know the Bible talks about life being short, but I think for us, sometimes we need to remember that it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, um, and I think I know we have Kiwis here, so maybe this hits home. But like uh, in Lord of the Rings, they have to go through the forest, yeah. um, and in the beginning, sometimes like if we have like a big moment, let's say you go to a conference or you, you're saved, you like initially they have this this opening to the path, and it's like oh, it's like very clear. Yeah. But as they go in, it just gets so blended in with everything else. Um, and sometimes when we when we see. Our relationship with God is like these high, high, high moments, and we forget that it's it's actually a marathon. Like it's every single day, and the enemy yeah. obviously is going to throw stuff at us. Um, and so, just remembering that it's um, that God has laid down a path. Like there is a path the whole way, but it but it's a marathon. It's a long path. It's not just a hundred meter sprint. Yeah, and
0: uh, yeah, I like that, Christian. And and also we're dealing with a God who looks at your life in its totality. Mm-hmm. And measures its significance, its purpose, and its worth in those terms. And we take that perspective and put it on a day, a week, a month, a year. And that year isn't fulfilling all that we would hope is in our heart to be fulfilled. You know, and that I hear you saying some of that in this. It's like, yeah, we, we're, we're following the path of a God who sees the whole path and, and prepares us for purpose on that path and sees that investment as worth it. And when are just not taught that mindset. You know, we're like, hey, you know what about the guy who wrote a book and was saving 40,000 people by the time he was 15 years old? And, you know, my life is already 10 miles behind. We can always feel like we're kind of like, you know, four steps behind from a purpose perspective. And God, you know, is measuring things in in a in a different set of terms i really like what the you know become good soil or becoming a king guys uh talk about this you know in that in that book he talks about measuring your life in 10 year increments you're beginning to look at our life in longer periods and measure the fruitfulness or the significance or the purpose of our life in much longer trenches uh, and i think that is partnering with the the view that god has of our lives and yeah, I think I hear that. And what you're saying is that one of the difficult things about this is the path is a long path and God sees the whole path and, and isn't so concerned that every leg of the path would accomplish everything that's in our heart or our mind or our spirit to see or to accomplish or to become. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Anybody else? What, what makes the path difficult? We have time for one or two more.
1: Um, For me, probably remaining convinced that the path is good. Yeah. Um, So, like, probably what Christian was saying about having a moment where you are convinced at, you know, whatever point in time and then starting the path and realising that everyone else is seemingly having a better time on a wider path and then also to be promised that actually amongst the thorns or whatever that we're pushing past, you know, that um, God promises that he'll oppose our pride on his path as well. Like there's a lot that can feel like this is not a good path for me. And actually mm. like the parable of um, like the seed on the ground. Mm. It's like, it's easy to be seed, of, you know, that falls on the rocks or whichever one was, I, I start this and then, you know, the difficulty of life makes me turn away. And I become convinced that actually this path wasn't good to start with.
3: Yeah
0: yeah I like that James remaining convinced that the path is good, yeah that's a
2: yeah um I'd say for me, what I find hard is um when it just doesn't look like how I want it to look like like i'll I'll say yes, I want what you want. Jesus but then I kind of want it to have the comforts and look like how I want it to look like like I'll go there but it has to have XYZ and um, yeah I think and that was a word I got before I feel like I'm in a season of surrendering and just kind of surrendering it all and just um, I guess wanting to be about what he's about not what I want it to be about Um, I liked what you said Marcel like about the the narrow like the 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 little gates like only fits one person and i feel sometimes i want the big one to be the the way so that i can take (laughs) i can take all my things it's like i'm coming but just wait i've got all these things so yeah yeah yeah
0: yes there's some cartloads that can only make it on them broad way (laughs) and i like that I think, you know, lots of, you know, there is an internal difficulty with the path. You know, a a confronting of personal desire, personal plans, personal expectations. You know, the path is hard because it's not my path. The path is hard because the destination is uncertain. The path is hard because it requires sacrifice and surrender. Um, You know, the path is hard because sometimes it doesn't look like what I thought it was gonna look like. You know, and these are all really like internal difficulties with the path and, and there's, they are, they're strong, but for anyone who sets out on the narrow path, the path is also opposed. You know, there is a force outside of yourself that sole role is to push you off the path. And that's another reason that it's difficult is that there is an, an opposition, there is a foe on this path, there is uh, a, a, a contrary force at work that does not want that path to be walked. You know what I mean? And that, that that plays on all the things that we've talked about here, but it's it's like there is an opposition to the path. I believe that's another factor you know, maybe that we haven't quite covered off on that really makes this path difficult. You know, for anyone who sets out on a path of, that has power and that has purpose in the, in the kingdom of God, you will face opposition. That's a, that's a, you know, Jesus didn't pull any punches about that. He says, it's going to be hard. But it's not going to be hard because of you. It's going to be hard because of me. There is a force that's in this world that does not want anyone to find the narrow gate. I think we've got to accept that in our pursuit of it. And it's like, well, this is this is the reality of the path that we have chosen. Are we those who have chosen the path? I think I'm staring at a room full of people who, if if, if you haven't chosen the path, you're pursuing the path. If you're not pursuing the path you've you've in some way, shape, or form have in the past or have experienced it in a moment, or whatever the case might be. And it's like, well, wherever we find ourselves in that categorization. It's helpful to know the reality because our experience becomes coherent. It's like, well, it's meant to be a hard path. It's meant to have challenges. It's meant to have difficulty. Actually, it isn't meant to be easy. It's not meant to provide ease. Actually, it's meant to serve God. It's meant to be the, the, the receiving of life and the giving of a life to him. That's what this path involves. And, and he talks a lot about that. And I think one of the other things, I'll read one more verse and we'll kick this out for some discussion. But I think another... And in some ways, it's been covered. Um, but I think part of the reason that this path is hard to find is that it takes some adjustments, some corrections. You know, and the way that Hebrews chapter 12 talks about that is is discipline. That's a hard word, but when I think about, like, when I think about disciplining Ella, like I don't think about uh, an authoritarian father who is coming down on his daughter to improve her behavior and appearance. You know, it's like it's not. It's it's. I want Leila. I want Ella to be safe. I want her to know the best things. I want her to know the good things. I want her to be a person who experiences healthy relationships and. Uh, a life that's guided into all that is. that Any discipline or any constriction that I put in place, Ella has to go to bed at a certain period of time. And I'm telling you, if she was the boss of her own life, she would not go to bed when we decide she goes to bed. But it's because we know Ella enjoys her life a whole lot more when she has an appropriate amount of sleep. And so we discipline her when she chooses not to go to bed. You know, but it's not because we just are trying to control her life. It's because we want to get good things to her. And it's like, The path of God is a path that has discipline and correction and constriction to it because we will not find this path on our own. And I think one of the reasons this path is so difficult is because it does require a submission to correction. Do you know what I mean? And that's not a threat. That's not a reprimand. That's not a control. That's not a Constriction, that's a gift that I would find life. Anyway, this is the way this is the way Paul puts it in Hebrews chapter twelve verse twelve. Yeah. Verse twelve. So then, I mean he, he goes on for quite a while here. He says things like You know, we have earthly fathers who've disciplined us and we've submitted and respected to them for training us. How much more should we submit to the Father of the spirits and live learning from his discipline because they disciplined us for a short time and it seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good so that we may share his holiness. For the time being, no discipline brings joy. Well, this is the truth. This is is an attribute of, of the hardness of the path. For the time being, no discipline brings joy but seems sad and painful. Yet those who have been trained by it afterwards yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness, standing right with God in a lifestyle and an attitude that seeks conformity to God's will and purpose. This is where we'll pick it up. So then strengthen hands that are weak and knees that tremble. Yeah, that's, that's, for me, that's a hard path picture. You know, when you're, when you're you know, James, when you're going up that rocky cutout stairway, or Curtis, when you're cresting those hills and you get to the top of it and it's a full summit, you know, when you're making your way to towards the top, you know, this is this is a real picture. We get weak. And he goes on and says, Cut through and make smooth straight paths for your feet that are safe to go in the right direction. So the leg which is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather may be healed. It's like this is the purpose of of God's discipline and correction. It's not, it's not that it would be a threat. It's not that it would be a deterrent or a disruption. But when we find ourselves on the path of God, we find ourselves in a constriction of a path that goes, it's not safe to go that way. It's not safe to go that way. And receiving God's correction on the path is, is essential to, number one, finding it, and number two, remaining on it. And I think that's really challenging for our human nature. I think sometimes we feel like You only get discipline or correction when you're like doing something wrong. It's not about doing something wrong. It's about finding something right. It's about receiving the best. It's about, you know, and it's like, where in our pursuit of God is the space for receiving correction? God, what would it serve you to see changed? God, what perspectives aren't serving your path? God, where is it that I'm entertaining something that isn't beneficial. Where where is it that I'm partnering with things that sit outside of what you would have or what your path looks like? It's the only way to find the narrow path. And when we come to accept that the that the path that God has for His people is is led to by a narrow gate, few will find it, and it's difficult to travel. Everything that God tips in for us is a gift to discovering that path and remaining on it. And uh, and I think we are in a I think we're in a season where these aren't like optional, nice teachings anymore. I think it's like, well, you know, the, the church or us or me for long periods of time have imagined the ease of the path of God. And I think we are being benefited by the reality of the path becoming more evidently difficult. We cannot deny that there is a challenge to walking the path of God. And so, if we find ourselves in challenge on the path of God, we should be encouraged because it's what it's meant to be like. Or if we find ourselves struggling to find it, you're not looking for the water park. You know, you're seeking to discover the hidden waterfall that few find, and it's going to take some pursuit. And what wouldn't we give to pursuing that path? You know, and I think when we look at our day-to-day-to-day-to-day life, you know, Krishna, I appreciate what you're saying. This is a daily grind. It's not a conference-based faith. It's not a conference-based path. It's not a high-moments-based pursuit. You know, this is a daily marathon-based training and pursuing God, and it's like, well, what could we give to that? What in my life? What in my rhythms? What in my day? Like, let's be practical about that. Because if you find it, and I just thought, hey, I'm going to get sucked into this thing like a vacuum. God's just going to turn this sucker on. and I'm going to be on the path. It's like, if that's what I'm waiting for, it's not going to happen. The path of God is discovered by those who are seeking it with their whole heart, with all that they are in moments and space with time and, and, and with, with engagement that God's path would be mine, that I would be found on it, that I'd be receiving from him the correction that releases it to me, that I'd be finding myself uh, dedicated and committed and in passionate pursuit. And, yeah, I feel like um, it's an invitation, again, you know, to remember the nature of the path. But let's jump in. we got about, we got about 10 minutes, maybe 15. Let's jump into threes or fours. Let's talk about this idea of God's path, And, uh, and in the mix of that, the idea that God's correction, God's discipline helps release his path to us. I think for me, the encouragement I take from this idea in these verses is, you know, that the path that God has for the people of God, isn't just going to come. It's not just going to happen. It's not just, it's not just going to suck me in. It's going to take some pursuit. And I feel... A passion welling up again to pursue God's path for for this season, for myself, for this year, for my family, for these moments, for the things I'm in or for the things I've been given capacity to make decisions over. And, and that that doesn't have to come easily. It doesn't have to be ridiculously apparent. It doesn't have to smack me for it still to be there. And for those who will pursue and seek after God, the path of God will be found. And in humility, I'm gonna need to make some adjustments to find that. I'm gonna need some correction. I'm gonna need some of his discipline. I'm gonna need you know, I'm gonna need to find myself to the left of that a little bit or to the right of that a little bit, and I'm not meant to be more than that. I need a dad who helps me remember to go to bed (laughs) or helps me remember wilderness. Go find him, go be with him. And those are the things for me. So, yeah, well, Jesus, we, just, we want to be your people on your path, serving your and finding your kingdom alive among us. And I always ask that you would well up within us, within our spirits, a desire to seek you, to seek your path. We just want to open ourselves up to receive the adjustments and the corrections that you might have that would serve the path that you have purposed for each one of us thank you that you've called us, that you know us, that you've got a good plan and that your path is good. We desire it. We want it. Come and meet us again. Give us passion. We ask in the name of Jesus.